If there's one thing that we all know about me, it's that I'm constantly fixating on my health. We know, baby. We know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm always trying a new thing. I'm trying a new diet, a new workout, a new gadget. Just trying to find out what really works and what's fact versus fiction. Yeah, and I'm constantly researching, usually for Taryn to mm-hmm. look up some new illness or ailment and try <laughs> to calm her down. But also, since being in my 30s, I'm really focused on getting my health in tip-top shape, realizing how I eat and how I move is going to affect me, not just right now, but 10, 20 years down the road. And with us wanting to have a baby this year, health is just more important than ever to us. So all of this research has finally led to something good. Let us introduce you to the Zoe Science and Nutrition Podcast. With the help of world-leading scientists, they help you make smarter health choices every week. And you don't have to take our word for it. Avid podcast fan Stephanie left an Apple review that says, the Zoe Science and Nutrition Podcast is a life-changing, science-based, myth-busting podcast that's a must-listen for anyone who eats food and wants to understand how it affects their body. If you're ready to join millions of others like Stephanie transforming their health, then search for Zoe Science and Nutrition wherever you listen to podcasts. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Hello and welcome to Staying Up with Cami and Taryn. I'm Cami And I'm Taryn. And every night we get to have a sleepover, but every week we ask you to join us. Aww. So thanks for coming. It's sweet that we do that. Ask them to come. Yeah, and have sleepovers together every night. Dude, I'm... All of it's cute. We've been pretty stressed and really busy, and I'm really excited to hang out with you. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard, and you can even share video podcasts on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. It's been so great for Taryn and I to record and publish our episodes ourselves from anywhere. So if you're ready to start your podcast, give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started started yes welcome back actually from two weeks without us yeah unplanned oh we you know what I was actually really proud of us because we were not going to be together and we were going to have to miss a week and we like worked to not have that happen we recorded when we weren't together over zoom we were really nailing it yeah we were trying but I'm also proud of us for recognizing that it was just not in the good for us like yeah here's what y'all missed really quick um taryn and i got our periods on the exact same day yeah satan's curse it was horrendous terrible um and 
I don't know about y'all, everyone listening who gets their period pretty regularly, like monthly, do you or did you have a really insane period this last month? It did sound like a few people. Everyone we talked to. In our friend group was saying like, yeah, I'm not, I'm kind of couch bedridden moments. Yes. Extra painful, extra miserable. And that was definitely true for us because we were in so much pain and just miserable. And we both had so much other stuff going on that we were like, we didn't want to show up on the pod and be like, hi. Yeah. The hating life today. Energy was low. Life was kooks. Riggy peed herself three times with a little bladder incontinence. It's just very, it was a lot going on. Yeah, but she doesn't have DCM. So anyone who knows anything about DCM in dogs, especially Dobermans. She's safe. That was such a relief to find out. So go Riggy. For now, for now. We get to keep checking. Okay. As you can tell, I am in a, I mean, maybe you can't tell, but I have been in a health anxiety spin Mm -hmm. pretty intensely the last week week and a half maybe Uh, a little longer it's been like was there a pre-shrimp incident I just it was building yeah yeah, it's been building for the last few months so I think shrimp gate tipped you over yeah shrimp gate was tough (laughs) for me um basically well sorry thank you everyone for listening to the pod sorry that we've been late also thank you for your reviews and your love and your following of the channels and all the things I just want to make sure we always say that because it's important. <laughs> Shrimp gate. Okay. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, it's embarrassing for me. So it's not embarrassing, honey. It is embarrassing for me. I don't think you should be embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. I know I shouldn't be, but I Sweet. am embarrassed by it because it affects me still. Oh, and I'm Bob. 32 and it sucks that health anxiety is yeah, so it persistent. it sucks. I don't think you have anything to be embarrassed about. We went to sushi as we do often and um, at the beginning of our sushi, they always ask if we have any allergies. I generally say no wasabi, no shrimp. Um, Sometimes I don't say the shrimp thing. Yeah. Wasabi is just a preference. I don't like wasabi. Yeah. Shrimp is also not an allergy, but I have it in my head that I'm allergic to shrimp because my mom had a out of nowhere allergic reaction when I was in high school. Yeah. Uh, and I had to take her to the hospital and she got like you have a, a fear of shrimp. Now I have a fear of shrimp. And I can't tell you how many times I've eaten shrimp since high school. I never stopped eating shrimp. I've just, as I've gotten older, slowly yeah. add it less and less. Yeah. And I think when you're having a rough patch with your health anxiety, you latch on to things mm-hmm. and like having this idea of like, well, my mom had an allergic reaction out of nowhere, probably from the shrimp makes yeah. you feel like I could have that too. Yeah. Which is spooky. Yeah. And I, I have heard of people getting allergic reactions out of nowhere. Yeah. Like developing them. So I'm weird too. when I eat peanuts. Mm-hmm. I'm weird, you know, whatever. Anyway, we were at sushi and we did the omakase, which they just give you all sorts of fish and you kind of don't get to pick or choose but I had shared my preferences slash allergies slash mostly preferences yeah and he gave us this really good hand roll at the end oh my god it was so good it was so (laughs) good but I was like babe I think this is shrimp but it also could have been lobster yeah we were like we're not sure what's in here and then afterwards I my anxiety was building and I was like hey man what was that first hand roll that you gave us like I couldn't let it go and he was like oh it's crispy shrimp as soon as he said it I was like shut the fuck up shut the fuck up don't tell her tell her it's anything tell her it is 
shit before you tell me. Literally, if he would have said that I had eaten poop, I would have been less upset. That is horrifying. I know. And then I spent a couple hours the rest of the night, like, positive that I was having an allergic reaction. Poppy. And, like... Yeah, she I, like, was very, very spooked. Couldn't focus at dinner. Was, like... Yeah. It basically just overtakes my entire thing. And I make Cammy look up all of the side effects and symptoms of allergic reactions. And yeah, I think like most anxieties, health anxiety is so hard because it becomes physical. Like you, so, when yeah, you're so, so scared and it be like you feel anxiety it happens in your body. It does cause physical reactions. Yes. So when you're trying to be so hyper aware of like, am I starting to feel something? Yeah. You are feeling something. And I, I think that's just such a hard balance. And I find it hard of like, how much do I acknowledge what you're feeling, yeah. but also try to tell you like it is happening. I never want to downplay what you're feeling, but I want right. to remind you it is from your anxiety and right. not from whatever illness you're thinking is happening at that time. And my but also not want to make you feel like I'm not taking it seriously. Totally. And my persistent fear, as most health anxiety sufferers probably also have, is like, oh, this is going to be the one time that I downplay it. And it's the yeah. one time that I need to be at the hospital. Yeah. So anyway, so that was that night. And then I basically, I'm so used to this that like my system stays pretty ramped for yeah. a while. Where like I'm super vigilant and everything that I feel... It feels really big. Yeah. And uh, then like my our period started and then days later I was positive that I was done with my period and I always check to make sure I don't have a tampon in still. And I checked and I was like, my, my hand, I, I was like, checked. I checked and I, whatever, looked, felt and didn't feel a tampon, but felt like something weird. And I literally ran downstairs. What did I say to you? You're like, I felt something. I feel a lump. It's never been there before. Can you please come check? Yeah. And then she was cleaning and stuff. And so we didn't. Yeah. But I was like in a little bit, babe. You're okay. Then like a couple hours later, I took a shower and I was cleaning and I saw a string and I was like, oh my God, no. <laughs> took it out. The last time I know for sure that I put a tampon in was nearly 20 hours prior so I was not okay yeah like, yeah 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 yeah. full full panic mode full panic uh and that has continued that was on Sunday and it is Tuesday mm -hmm. and I'm still pretty panicked it's gotten way better um I call the doctor I you've looked up every TSS thing I mean possible. I'm basically a doctor now I'm like I know everything about anything you've ever been scared of which is most things yeah I've like collected all the data possible to know that lots of people leave their tampons in for yeah long if you guys time. are ever curious to follow Taryn's health anxiety journey just follow her on Instagram and look at her stories because probably every other week she's asking y'all questions about like has this freak accident or weird illness thing happened to you what were the signs like I feel like you should you've talked about writing a book of like really like sweet like quotes and whatever yeah you should do one of all of your findings because you have a case study here I do I do yeah I'm a doctor yeah well you're a doctor I'm the doctor <laughs> you've just, just you have a case study from all of your questions yeah I mean I've seen so many specialists and doctors and all of the things and I 
it's I will say thank you to all who responded to my story because a lot of y'all have left tampons up there for a little too long a long time <laughs> but um but I will say I felt really I was very clear about what sort of responses I wanted like I can't have too yeah. much information but I need a little bit and I feel like everyone understands my health anxiety to some extent and yeah. it's being like nobody gave me horror stories nobody was whatever so most people's responses were like yeah I left it in for two days, but I was completely fine. No symptoms like everyone added, but I was totally fine. So that was kind of sweet. And turns out toxic shock syndrome is like way more rare than we think it is. It doesn't really happen anymore, especially from tampons. I read a study from the UK that last year, I don't know what year it was, but in one year there were only 40 cases of TSS and only 20 of those were from tampons. Yeah. Which is like, that's shockingly low because we don't put as many chemicals and stuff in our tampons anymore. So yeah, they're still not good for you, but yeah, they're not good. Don't leave them in. But if you also have a fear of TSS and you left it in for a little too long, you can kind of like take a breath of relief. Mm -hmm. I called one of those on-demand doctors and I told, (laughs) (laughs) it's actually really funny. I still don't trust her, but I said, she said, how long has your tampon been? Was it, was it? And I said, I think like 20 hours. And she was like, oh, you're fine. Well, the other thing is, babe, you had no, (laughs) there were no symptoms. Like I know most of the time if something happens, the symptoms start and then you realize it was in too long or it was in too long. It's removed and that bacteria build up. She was like, so it's been out for a day. Yeah. You have had no symptoms. It's so sweet listening to you trying to explain to them that, you have anxiety and you don't have symptoms, but you don't want to ignore the like. Slightly. I know. You're like, my tummy to... kind of hurts. It's <laughs> so cute. Well, I always You're have... like, my head kind of maybe hurts a little bit. I don't talk like that. Know, that's how that's you how hear, I hear it. it. I know. Because you're like, I don't have a fever, but you're like, but I kind of have a headache and I don't want you to ignore that. Well, yeah. It's but like you're trying not to like play it up too hard, but yeah. like your brain is playing up to you. Yeah. But you're like, I don't know. My body is a little achy. Yeah. Yeah. And so now it's been a couple days. Nothing's happened. So hopefully I'm in the clear, but I will keep taking my temperature for a couple days just to make sure. Yeah. Isn't it funny that we went from one fish gate to another fish gate? Kimmy, that is disgusting. Shrimp is not a fish, is it? Yeah. Yeah, It's a a crustacean. (laughs) What a word. Crustacean. (laughs) Yeah. Well, anyways, that's our update. Yeah, that's so where that's... we've been. So if you've been wondering why a podcast isn't up, it's because we were dealing with Fishgate one and two. And just a spin, guys. That's the nice way we're gonna put it. It was it was a little. I baby think you're spin. doing great, baby. I think we proud of you. Alive. There has not been, and I think you really need to keep this into perspective. We have not gone to the hospital one time because of you having a spiral, health anxiety spiral. Yeah, it's a big deal. Not a single time. Which I had a summer where I went about five times to the ER. So this yeah. is a big, this is a big deal. Yeah. I, I mean, we've been together for how many years now and not one time. See, my brain is literally going, I'm due for it then. No, That's no, no. what my brain just did. You have gone to the doctor. No, I know. I'm just You've done maintenance, yeah. but you have done so much better at controlling those feelings and assessing. Yeah. And like, I mean, being able to call into doctors is life changing. So yeah, that's life changing. But yeah, I'm proud of you. I love you. I'm proud of me too. It's been a long you journey, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but we're, it's not about conquering it. It's about diminishing it. 
Yeah. Like, I don't think I will ever not have it. That will never be my goal. But my goal okay. will just be to be able to live with it in a way that interferes with my day-to-day life less yeah. and less. And it, and it has drastically. Yeah. Like, my life is completely different than what it used to be. But these little spins just kind of fuck me up for a minute. Yeah. I'm sorry, Bobo. That's okay. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Um, should we get into our topic for the day? Because yes, we have a real topic today. We've been trying to talk about this actually for weeks and weeks and weeks, but then we just have been having too much fun talking about whatever we've talked about on this podcast that we've never gotten to it. Yep. And we didn't want to give it only a couple minutes because it's a big topic and it is at least in the top three questions we get asked. Yeah. It is probably the question that I see if I were to take all the questions collectively and just zoom out a little bit. This is what the question is is this is the question yeah do you want to share the question yeah the question is how do you know that the person that you're dating is the one that you're supposed to be with how do you know if they're your quote-unquote soulmate how do you know if it's the right time how do you know which timing is a slightly different question but it's really how do I realize that this person is my person and if it's not how do I move on yeah yeah so many questions in that realm I think timing is a big question that we get a lot too. Yeah. Yeah. And just like losing the love, quote unquote, love of your life. And will I ever move on? It's that we see time and time again. So how can I just ask, do you think that you can have a a one? Do you think that there is a one? Let's start there. Um, No, I actually really don't like that concept. It sounds really silly. And I, oh my God, is this going to be quoting the girl I hate from Friday Night Lights. Becky? Becky. What are you going to say? Is she, I think, it, I think she says this, oh no, but I think she's talking about like, well, what if my soulmate is in, I think, is Tim talking about Lila? Is this Becky? Does she say it? Oh. Because I'm going to be so embarrassed. There, There's a character, if you haven't seen Friday Night Lights, Maybe. highly recommend watching. I'm on the final season finally. Taryn's been like begging me to get through it and it's so good um but there's this one character who's so irrelevant and unnecessary <laughs> and I'm pretty sure she says like if my soulmate lived in Timbuktu how unfair like yeah like I'm just never gonna find I'm them. set up for failure yeah I'm in Texas small town Texas I'm never gonna where is Timbuktu is that a real place yes is I it think I think it is too is it not in Texas no is it like a different country i think so okay we'll fact check that we don't have a producer that yeah can yeah, yeah. That we'll, we'll google that Riggins, google timbuktu <laughs> um but yeah i just i think it's a silly concept and it puts so much unnecessary pressure on it yeah like it's it's there are people who we just match well with mm-hmm. and that there can be many people mm-hmm. some people maybe have a smaller pool of people that their personalities and types match with. Yeah. And some people could probably get along with a lot of people. And I think that has to do with attraction and your morals lining up. There's like, I feel like a whole list of things of like, how, how do we match up? Yeah. And then there is the side of how much are we willing to work on it in the same way? Like Hmm. it's basically a business deciding that you want to commit to one person Mm. and what you want to do like are you going to have a home together and you have to manage that home together are you gonna have kids together Mm -hmm. and have to raise those kids like you're you're deciding how you're gonna handle life with a person yeah so I think there's those two sides it's like do we match up as we just like each other yeah and I think that's like 
when like puppy love and high school and all of those connections because you're not worried about like do we match up with our morals necessarily I'm sure some people are but like you're 16 and not voting and might not care about politics or like you're not worried about like are they messy you're not living together Mm -hmm. so I think that's why like when people are really young like hormones are going and those connections can feel so crazy and intense because all you have to focus on is like do I love this person yeah and then they just Mm -hmm. feel like everything to you but there's just I think there's a lot of layers to it and it's hard to find a person who all of those layers match and where you don't match because inevitably someone cannot fulfill everything that you need at all times in Mm -hmm. every single way are you willing to kind of like balance out and work on that together so yeah I don't think you could have a relationship with every person in the world I think like the pool is small Mm -hmm. but there's not one that's so scary. Yeah, I agree. I don't think there's one. I, uh, one of my best friends in college, this guy, Ben, um, I think it was him. I always give him credit for this. And if it wasn't him, I'm going to be pissed because I use it all the time. Just take the credit. Um, baby. Okay. So I made up this analogy. <laughs> no. Um, he always said, someone always said that it like your soulmate is kind of like car shopping and that there are. 99% of cars you know are not going to be your car. Mm-hmm. You're like, I'm not even going to shop for a truck. They don't even like that body, that color. Well, that yeah. sounds a little too intense now. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> the body and the color. I mean it specifically with cars. Like, No, I know not. Yeah. <laughs> a green car is too flashy <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. when it related to people it got really bad. So that car color is not going to cut it. <laughs> No, um, but, but really it's like, okay, I'm never going to buy a truck. I'm not even going to look at the trucks. Yeah, I know that you know, that kind of truck lifestyle. is not for me. Yeah. I'm never going to look at a minivan. I don't want a minivan. Yeah. It's not going to look, it's not going to work for me. But then you're like, I could have a kind of square uh, SUV or I could have a rounded SUV. Yeah. Or I could have a mini compact SUV. I know I need an SUV. Then you go, Okay. This SUV comes with this trade-offs. Mm-hmm. This one comes with this. This one comes with this. And then you narrow, narrow, narrow until you basically decide, okay, what overall is the better car for me? Yeah. And that is, I think, been the most useful way that I've thought of soulmates. I love this where it's kind of just like, it's easy to say like, they're not, you can't make it work with everyone, but you can make it work with a select few. And, yeah. and I don't. Compromise and compromise. Yeah. And I don't think that your life would be, dramatically better or worse once you find those few people that you could make it work with exactly like if you've had multiple serious relationships in your life it's like hopefully if you're good at picking people you're like I could have gone the long haul with you but it would be have been less good yeah certainly I can say that now you're like it would not have been optimal for my life and it wouldn't be the the best mother or wife or business partner or whatever but I generally know what I like enough to where like we could have been fine yeah and like with that analogy it's so perfect that different people are great for that moment of your life right like you might want the sports car for a little while like that might fit your life really well you might want the truck for a little bit of time well that's where the metaphor kind of falls apart right no I feel like it works really well because it's like those fit at certain times but you're kind of looking for the overall one that fits 
most of your life at all times. It's like, it's not your weekend car. It's like every day it's, it is just a little bit better than everyone else. And like, Maybe a sedan will come into your life and you really thought you were going to get an SUV, but then that and then sedan, you you're like, actually, it does have enough trunk room. Like, uh, Camden Scott, what is up with you? I don't mean it any of these like this. You're finding, you're finding a weird way into everything. I, I love just, it. Just don't overthink the metaphor. But that makes a lot of sense where like someone will surprise you. You might think like that was so not your type. Yeah. Or this or isn't going to fit. It's too big. <laughs> this one's too small and tight. It's not... It doesn't have enough room. You need to stop it. You need to stop <laughs> but it. But yes, I a thousand percent agree. So then the bigger question and the question I want to talk with you about mm-hmm. is how do you know once you get to your optimal five people that you could make it work with yeah. two, three, four, whatever people, what is the difference between when you say this is the one yeah, and this is not the one? Yeah. I. What has it been for you? I think think that for me hindsight is so helpful because I think it's I think people are asking this question when they are either with someone Mm -hmm. and unsure Mm -hmm. if they stay Mm -hmm. and take it to the next level or they've just lost someone that they really wanted to take it there with yeah and it didn't work out and I think in those moments I I question a lot in my life, but in my mind, I'm like, it's almost like the, like when you're taking the, am I gay quiz? If you're asking the question, you are at least a little bit like that way. Or I'm like, if you're questioning, is this my person so much that worries me like that extreme doubt, not to say that that's like a hundred percent, everyone's a little bit different, but I think once you realize like, okay, one, I get along with this person. I enjoy this person. We vibe. I'm Mm -hmm. attracted to this person. Once those are checked, now it's, do we match up to exist together? Mm -hmm. Do we want the same things? Do we both want kids? Yeah. Like, I think there's some really big Mm non-negotiables that it's really hard. Love is not enough. Mm -hmm. I could love you with every fiber of my being but if you said to me I don't want to have kids I don't want to be a mom I don't want to adopt I don't want to in any capacity have children Mm -hmm. that might be the end of us Mm -hmm. because I deeply want kids so there there's things like that where it's like that's really difficult Mm -hmm. but those are the things that you have to think of like I don't feel like this question is that easy of like this is how you know this is how you don't know so for me I knew you were the one Mm -hmm. because I had all of those. Like, I'm so attracted to you. Thank you. I, you're welcome. I deeply enjoy being with you. I guess I should have said, you're welcome. welcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I love being around you. I love watching you around other people. I think that's a really big thing personally for me. I like to be so proud of who my partner is. Mm -hmm. And like, every time we leave a group setting, I'm like, God, she's cool. Like, I'm just so proud to be a spectator of your life. Like, I feel like your cheerleader. Mm-hmm. And I I knew for me I wanted that. I knew that that was important to me in a relationship. Mm. So it's like, so I have all these things. I have this attraction. I have this, like, comfort. And I enjoy you. And I'm proud of you. And then it comes into, like, okay, I know you're great 
and you're going to make a great partner mm-hmm. for now. How do I know that it's going to go into the future? And I think that we have the perfect balance of we're really on the same page where it counts mm-hmm. and we challenge each other in other ways. Mm-hmm. You're not just a like a yes man, you know, mm-hmm. you're not just like, yep, I'm a yes girly, I guess. Well, that's all I've been doing for a while. So I'm sorry. <laughs> like right now, I'm just like, mm-hmm. yeah, uh-huh. I'm like <laughs> she's not a yes. You're like, <laughs> nope. Like. I, we all have different things. No, and we, we don't. really just have to. No, we don't. <laughs> shut up. You have to like assess what it is that you want in a person. And I think once you have that, like, okay, we clearly get along. I'm clearly into you. I'm proud to be with you. Then you just look at that other aspect of like, now, do I want to do life with you? Life is going to happen. Shit's going to happen. You're going to lose your job. You're going to lose family members. Like, bad stuff is going to happen. And I don't want a partner who I don't feel safe with in those bad times. Mm -hmm. So like, that's another big thing. It's like you go through those things that not everyone's going to have. You could Mm -hmm. be attracted to a lot of people. You could vibe with a lot of people, but then are they going to show up in those ways? Mm -hmm. And I think once I realized that, yeah, you are like being getting together in the beginning of COVID and going through that and like really having hard days, but being like, I'm glad that she was here for this it and like not wanting to like run and hide from you those are the things that made me be like okay yeah this is it I have all of the perfect things that if I like listed for my perfect partner I have plus getting through any kind of bad shit and just managing life Hmm. and then it's like okay areas that we want to improve on those are things that we can work on those are things that can change like I would never want to change a person to fit me so it's like I don't want to convince somebody to want to have kids mm-hmm. i don't want to convince them to live in a certain area or whatever raise our kids a certain way mm-hmm. but there's ways that you can compromise and there's ways that you can convince each other of things that are more trivial and things that you can say you know what we don't agree on that and whatever yeah yeah that's why i know that you're the one and that's why i married you <laughs> i love you i love you that's cute cool yeah thoughts on that thoughts on your thoughts yeah um agree disagree well there's a lot said there so let me (laughs) see if there's it's a a hard question that's why i was scared of this episode because i was like i don't know how to just i can't answer this in a concise way so i'm not even gonna try i'm gonna ramble and hopefully y'all can take something from it yeah i think what's what's hard for me is that this was probably the scariest question for me growing up like yeah. this was the thing I was most scared of. And my mom would always say, when you know, you know, trust me, when you know, you know, when you know, you know. And then I just don't think that that exists the way that you think it's going to exist. Yeah. You're like, wait, I have a doubt Then I don't know. They're not the one. Yeah. I just don't think it's that clear. Mm-hmm. Especially when you have anxiety. I think in retrospect, I can say now I know. Yeah. But I don't think that I had the moment of this is without a doubt the only person the person that like no with anything (laughs) I've ever done yeah I don't I've never been sure about anything yeah the surest I've been about anything is you but I've never been I'm not gonna lie and say that there's never been a doubt of like yeah I mean that wouldn't be normal yeah so I'm like of course so I guess were you always who I wanted the most Yes, I can say that without a shadow of a doubt. Like, 
you're the person that I was like, even in the relationship before in it. And someday if I live longer than you after, which is the saddest thing ever. And it's going to make me kind of cry. But like, um, I've never been more like, whoa, I'm so in awe of this person existing and I want to be by them every Mm -hmm. step of the way of everything I say and do. I want to be there with you. Like, I just love being by you. I think that is, I'm certain about, Mm -hmm. but I can't, as someone who is chronically doubting everything (laughs) in my life, I can't say for certain that there's no better person for me out there because I I just- anyone could- we don't know every person yeah so I guess I I guess maybe when you know you know is really more like is this the person that you want yeah it's not is there another person out there it's not about anybody else it's about you and that person is this the best person for me and I think that's the question that is not actually thought answerable you can't you don't know every person yeah and your person will change yeah and every other person in this world will change and at times someone else might be better for you. And at times your person, you know, what I, but you know what I mean? Like life ebbs and flows and that's how, kind of how it works mm. that you can't know that there's no better person. And like, you don't even know what that would look like. And if somebody is right now, if we could, if there was like an app that showed you your, your compatibility with someone, one person was better for you right now. Who's to say that once you're in the relationship for some reason, just what you don't know. Totally. Totally. It's not I, about other people. It's about you <clears throat> and the person you're with. Yeah. And how you feel about them and both of your willingness to work to be the best for yourselves and for each other. Yeah. More what, than you're not. What I think is really weird is that before this episode, I was just kind of journaling to myself and just thinking like, what do I feel about this? Like what, what is my answer? And I basically said exactly what you said. I said, this is not an easy question to answer, which Mm -hmm. is what you said. You said, I feel so proud of who you are. I love your otherness. Like I love that you feel different than me. Mm -hmm. And I love, like, I love watching you be you. I love when you do your makeup. It's like something that I think is so cute because like I don't understand what's happening and I don't understand why you care so much and I don't understand really any of it. But I look at you and I'm like so interested in something that I'm not interested in at all because you find it interesting. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I felt, I know I haven't felt that with anyone, friends, family, anything than I feel it with you where like, there's so many things like that where I'm like, that's so weird that y- you can make me like something that I don't like, but not enough to change me. Mm-hmm. Like you don't make me want to be like, be so like appreciate you. It. I just appreciate that you like it. Yeah. And I want you liking it around me. Yeah. Like, and I feel that in mo- makeup, small example, but like, I just feel that in so many realms of our life where I just constantly am same girl Siri wanted to get in on this. um I'm sh- I, like there's like a appreciation and like a respect for you for being mm-hmm. who you are and like just like a nice level of mystery where I'm like that's crazy whoa like cool <laughs> coupled with this like intense never felt before okay. level of comfort and knowing you and calm mm-hmm. and peace and like 
I've never wanted to just be around someone like I want to be around you. Like I love being around you. And whether that's like us sat on the couch watching a show or us walking into a place together or us trying to rip a piece of pizza off of the other piece of pizza so you get one and I get one (laughs) and it's that little moment of like, ooh, it's our little hands doing the thing. It's like all of that, I've never felt more comfortable doing that along someone else. Yeah. So to have the double for me of like, you are a different person and I love and respect you and I don't know all that there is to know about you. Yeah. And mm-hmm. to have that comfort, I think is the magic part of it. And then if that lines up with how we want to live our life, our morals, our views on other people, how we view money, how we like to travel, mm-hmm. how we want to parent, like that's the stuff you could kind of get anywhere, I think. Yeah. But then if you couple it with that level of like, whoa, this like kind of unspeakableness yeah. that feels something, it feels different than what you've ever felt before. That to me is where I'm like, you're the one. Like, yeah. done. Yeah. I want to do life with you. I love you. I love you too. Yeah. It's like the two sides kind of, little buggy. Nice catch. Caught him. Ew. Sorry, baby. Um, Yeah. The two sides of it kind of, come together because if you just had the like yeah I want to do life with you that could be your friend totally and people do do that yeah and that's fine and that works for some people Mm -hmm. and I also think like when you have the culmination of all of these things coming together when one of those areas falters inevitably yeah it's life yeah sometimes you're not going to get the affection you want from the person or the support or whatever yeah there's going to be times where parts of that diminish having like a 360 picture of this person keeps it like the other aspects that you love about them or that you value about your relationship pick that other aspect up when it's lower so it's like if you are just with somebody because you're so attracted to them yeah that can't work because what happens when that attraction falters in any way there is nothing else holding that up. Totally. You have to have more of a picture. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think maybe the when you know you know is more about all of the stuff that you could write down on an application for your perfect person when that matches up with this like weird magic thing that is like I couldn't have written that down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's something else. Yeah. And that's the comfort of like, oh, I, I, now I know what people were talking about. Totally. It's not that, oh my God, undoubtedly there could not be a person that is more perfect for me because I don't know that that exists. There is like, well, I don't know because I'm like, I don't think that there could be a person more perfect for me, but you just have to accept not knowing. Yeah. You just can't know. And it doesn't matter because like if there is this other person that has all the things that you have, I, I already love this. I have this. No yeah. one could compare to that. And then yeah. that's when like the history and the comfortability play into yeah. it as well, where it's like, I don't care. I'm not going to meet someone and all of a sudden be like, shit, I jumped the gun Yeah, because I, I wouldn't know any of those things. Like, that's why I think it's so sad. Like even watching the ultimatum, I'm like, of course these people are going to fall for other people because it's the best versions of these people and it's right. a newness. 
And then they're dealing with all the trauma that they have in their right. relationship. I mean, bad example, because all of those people should not be they, together. <laughs> they got to they get. Yeah. Is there, I want to, I'm going to do something in a second, but I wanted to ask if there was like any moment that came to mind for you where you were like, yeah, Taryn is the one, like anything specifically a moment we shared or like something that, I don't know, something that you were just like, yeah, this is, this is it. Um, and you can say no, but. No, I mean, I absolutely have, but I don't, I, it's not, I don't think I have off the top of my head. I don't have like, oh, it was this specific moment you said or did this thing. It, I think it shows up in really small ways, mm-hmm. like watching you care for our dogs, like focus on them and care about them or show your appreciation when I do. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm cleaning the dog's ears and you're just like, oh my God, mommy loves you so much. Like it's such a silly thing, but I'm like that appreciation goes a really long way mm-hmm. where I'm like, when this is a kid, I want to feel that appreciation when I'm putting in the work. It's like those, it's those little moments 20 times a day mm-hmm. that I'm like, yeah, this is my person. And having those little moments whenever we're fighting or you say something that pisses me off or do something and I'm like, what the hell, what is she doing? Makes me go like, and whatever that Mm -hmm. one moment. Cause I had these 20 other moments from that day that were like, Oh my God, this person's so right. Mm -hmm. So when you inevitably do something where I'm like, my sim person would never do that. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, I don't want that. That's not authentic. That's not real. And having kind of those, down moments makes you appreciate the good moments um Hmm. but yeah I think whenever you just show up or do something where I'm not asking for it and you're probably not even aware Mm. that it means a single thing to me Mm -hmm. is when I'm like yeah this is special because you're just doing it because you want to do it and that's just who you are it's like I can ask you to rub my back a thousand times and I appreciate every time you say yes but like (laughs) the moment where you're just doing it feels special it's like i don't know i don't know did that make any sense yeah okay totally yeah what about you um you have any moments that stick out yes my (laughs) birthday before we were dating you (laughs) bought these little stickers of mia (laughs) and brought them and made sure they were ordered on time and it it was so small and like a friend could have done it but it was just the fact that like the thoughtfulness to do it Mia's my niece the thoughtfulness to do it the funniness of it the humor in it I was just like this is so funny and pointless and and I love that she spent money on this it's like such a stupid use of money but it's also not stupid because it was like so eye-opening to me where I was like this is the type of person that I want in my life that is going to do something dumb like this because of the way you know it's going to affect me. Yeah. The fact that it was there on time for the birthday. The fa- <laughs> like, I was like, she's responsible. Like, it's just like dumb shit like that where I was like, this act is so specifically what I'm looking for. Yeah. And what I think I deserve is yeah. like someone that would do a dumb thing like this for me. Yeah. The other thought I had is like, it's not a specific moment, but it's something that I noticed is that when we are in a room with other people, I feel like we have like a little imaginary rope that is like tied to you and tied to me. Mm-hmm. And like I am simultaneously aware of where you are out of like 
a mix of protection nerves like exciting like I'm yeah. anxious because I'm like Ooh, where is she I want to find her like yeah. interest intrigue attraction and just like even when you are not in a conversation I feel like you are with me yeah I don't know how to describe that but like that. that I haven't experienced with anyone before where I'm like <clears throat> you yeah. feel like a part of me in a really sweet way that makes me feel both free and cared for you know I love you. I love you too. That's really sweet. It's funny. Both of our examples, you could have in a horrible relationship. Like they're so small that it doesn't, that wouldn't be enough. You know what I mean? Like you could have somebody go out of their way and be silly and get the little Mia stickers and they could be awful in all the other ways. It's like, that's kind of, I feel like what's so special about relationships yeah. that it's like when it's your person, like you notice those things, it means something. Yeah. So I do want to ask on the flip, how do you know or what advice even, I think this might be easier, give a friend when it's like, that is just not the right person for you. What are they getting hung up on? What are they not seeing? Like how do people know when they're asking themselves this question that it's no. I think the major difference is if they make you better. Mm. Like if they make you a truly better version of yourself and not like, oh, I am better at work, but I suck at my friendships. Mm -hmm. Like if, if the balance is off, I think that's noticeable, but it's like, do, does this person's presence in my life lift my life up as a whole, but like make me be better? Yeah. Would my friends notice that I'm a different person in a good way? Mm-hmm. Like I have multiple people in my mind that are friends of ours that like, wh- because of this other person in their life, you, they're better. Yeah. They're better. They're themselves, but better. Mm-hmm. It's like that from the outside, I think is the question that I would ask. Yeah. What about like you? That. Um, I think the two reasons I notice people staying in relationships too long or that I've experienced is oh, either the question. I, I mean, I kind of just like asked a wide thing, but this is just what's on my mind for this. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I just kind of was like, how do you know that they're not? It? Oh, got it. I, okay. Got you it. know? Okay. Um, so I kind of think like the two things that I've noticed are people being too comfortable mm-hmm. and it's really hard to break that comfort Mm -hmm. even if you know someone's not right for you and holding on to the idea of what you thought the beginning of the relationship was yeah and thinking that that's either going to miraculously come back Mm -hmm. or that like that is the real relationship and we just need to do this and we'll get it back and in my head if that was your best time if you aren't excited about the person you're with right now Mm -hmm. who they are that is off to me. Like, yeah. yes, people go through hard times. That's different. Mm-hmm. But if they're just like generally who they are and you're hoping they'll return to someone else, mm-hmm. that feels wrong to me. Totally. That's not your person. And definitely if you're thinking about like, are they the one? Do I want to take that next step? I think once you're married, you really go through those ebbs and flows and work through it. But why are you going to like hope they come back to this mm-hmm. person or you like get these butterflies again? why fight for something that like probably wasn't actually ever there you just right. 
were romanticizing the beginning of the relationship and yeah. now this is what it really is um mm. and then yeah i think people just get scared or yeah. combination of the two and it's really hard to let go and think of the idea of dating again and doing all this but right it's if you knew that you didn't have to put in any work and this perfect person could just be in your life tomorrow and you'd be so happy would you do it would you leave your person mm-hmm. if that answer is yes you need to let them go mm. it's also not fair for the person you're with if you're feeling that way if mm. this new better person would come along would you want that if you could snap your fingers go through none of the drama none of the chaos mm. just have them there like kind of feels like you have your answer that's you know a I mean? really good point. Why are you thinking so hard? <laughs> I'm just like, I'm actually thinking. You're like having an epiphany. I'm no, like, I'm thinking if someone were to ask me that, <laughs> if I snap my fingers and you would be with your most perfect person, mm-hmm. would you want that? I can confidently say for the first time in my life that I like would not leave this. Okay. That was really scary. You took so long to say oh, that. Oh, sorry. Honey. You're like staring off into space while I'm saying all this stuff. You're like, oh, wow. And then you're like, hmm. Well, if someone asked sorry, me, sorry, 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 <laughs> sorry. No, I just, that was a really interesting way to put it that I hadn't thought of where I'm like in every other relationship I would have, mm. this is the first relationship in my life, which thank God I got it right. And hopefully you did too, which like that I can't even imagine what that would be. Yeah. And, it, and I also think you have to keep even perfect in perspective, like yeah. People are not robots. You're not going to be like, oh, I have this person I never fight with. They never are sad. This never happened. It's like also be realistic in that sense of like, you don't want a robot. That would be boring. Like there will always be tough times. But in the grand scheme of things, if you could just go and it would change, would you do it? Right. And I just, uh, the, uh, this, I guess, second half of that is that like, even if there was a more perfect person for me, I would miss you. I don't know who that would be that. And I don't know what they like the stuff that makes you not the stuff that we like disagree on. I think I would miss it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, that's so weird to think about. Mm-hmm. I'm actually like, no, if you like gave me just like cami 2.0 i would be like i want cami 1.0 <laughs> bring her back yeah send her back in wow that's crazy yeah um i thought a, a really cute thing that i could do would be to ask some of my friends who are either engaged or married um how they knew that their person was the one so i texted so some friends cute. before the episode oh i'm so excited and to i want to share a couple because i think this is super does a super good job of illustrating how different we all think about this question. Yeah. So they all said that they're down to be named. I'm going to read a couple. So this is Tyler and Taryn. They just got married. Um, I asked this to them separately. Taryn, I asked, uh, how did you know Tyler was the one? She said, I knew T was the one for me because he always accepted me for who I am and never tried to change me. He encouraged me to always be the best version of myself and he never got annoyed with my daily 8 p.m. calls with my parents. In fact, he would join them, which like adorable. Tyler said, for me, it's a combination of two things. One, from Clarity and Connection, it's a book. It says, love is when everything is aligned. And I learned that we were aligned on all of the most important things, how to treat people, what we value, what kind of life we want, how we spend our time, how important we think it is to grow, et cetera. And two, 
It was so important for me. Uh, it was so important to me how we work through conflict. Every relationship will have conflict. So for me, it's not about avoiding it or looking for less of it. It's that when we have it, it is pleasant and respectable to work through. It is a mature problem. It's mature problem solving against a problem versus fighting each other. Oh. It took me a few years to find both of these things. Um, it took me a few years to find both of those things were right on. Mm. And that was when I knew it was right. Those were the, there were other things, but those were the major two. Anthony said about his fiance, Lexi, they get married in September. Here are my two uh, simplified one. We share some values. Oh, we share same values <laughs> slash care about the same things, family, work, fun, etc. all that. And two, we respect challenge and support one another. Lex and I call each other a team. We never go at anything alone, always together. I realized Lex was the one when number two became more apparent. Number one is something I think you can find with a lot of people and is required for any strong relationship. Mm -hmm. So I'll read a couple more, but so far you're seeing that like, it's not instant for most of these people, which I think is interesting. Like it's more, well, it's the, we like the same things. We vibe the vibe. Yeah. It's that's instant. Yeah. But you, like we've all said, you can have that with, a lot of people it's like the extra special thing of like I need that that you're like after a couple of years with them you're like oh my god yeah yeah this is it you have it all so these are really sweet um I asked tinder Christina who I went on one <laughs> tinder date with um, <laughs> I love that you still call her that and I literally tried to type her name into my phone to find her, to text her. Mm -hmm. And I typed in Tinder and I was like, where is she? Where'd she go? First name Tinder, last name Christina. <laughs> so Tinder Christina just got married and she said, I knew she was the one two times. First was before we met. She told me this story about a girl she went on two terrible dates with. <laughs> and she told the story so fucking well. I was like, holy shit. I want to listen to this girl tell stories for the rest of my life. Oh, Second was when we both showed up 10 minutes early to our first date. <laughs> and being punctual is like one of my most integral qualities. Was sold immediately. Texted my group chat that I was going to marry her as soon as she took her first bathroom break. <laughs> is it that those are really special moments? Because when you think back. You don't know anything about this person yet other than yeah. that they can tell good stories and that they were on time. Yeah. Sure. That's not enough. But I do really think that sometimes in those moments, you just kind of know that everything else is going to fall in line. Totally. And maybe that's dangerous because then you look past things when they don't line up. But knowing them, it clearly did. Yeah. And there's just something about it. Sometimes your person does something that is pretty insignificant but it kind of just makes everything fall together. And you're like, yeah. I I just think that you're it. And I hope that you're it. Right. And yeah. And you're that. Like, it's like, like what I said earlier, it's like this wanting mm -hmm. where you're like, I, I really want it to be you genuinely yeah. because yeah. it would make me better. Yeah. And like, it's, yeah, it's this sweet little hope. So, okay. This Ugh. is, this is the grand crescendo, of course, from Callie. Of course. Our friend Callie is the perfect person she just like <laughs> shows up and says everything perfectly and always. just always makes sense so um i asked how she knew austin was the one and she said when we had been dating for about a year i was having some doubts and reached out to a friend so they were already dating for a year then she was having doubts mm -hmm. reached out to a friend who had found her partner 
um, and asked how she knew her husband was the one. She asked if I had Vox, the walkie-talkie app, and and proceeded to send me an 18-minute voice memo that genuinely changed my entire perspective. She said that most couples she had seen chose their partner based on all of these different constructs. What was their religion? What was their style? What was their job? How attractive were they? What was their vibe? Like me wanting a man in a camping tent in Big Sur drinking coffee and reading his Bible, LMAO. (laughs) All different things that can and will change throughout someone's life. Mm -hmm. Their beliefs will change. Their looks will change. Their job will change. Their vibe will change. She said because these people signed the deal based on these constructs, even when they worked out, they boxed their own spouse in. Mm. Kind of like, no, this is the person I signed up for. So you have to stay that way. She said the only question you need to have the answer to in deciding to find your, deciding who your partner is, is do you love their soul? The absolute core essence of their being. Do you love that? If you do, awesome. Move right along. She said, unlike other couples they have observed, they gave each other the most freedom to evolve and change because that only brings them more in touch and closer to their core essence instead of the least freedom. And then she added, also, there's going to be shit. There will also, there will be shit with anyone you're with. So you have to see if their shit is something you're built to handle or something you're not. But keeping in mind that whoever you end up with will have their own stuff. And that's not, that's not the most ideal all the time. If I cleared all else out and asked myself, do I love the essence of who he is? It was, well, the easiest question of my life. That is so sweet and so powerful and so true of like, all of those things can and will change. Yeah. So if you build it off of that, where's that foundation when yeah. things inevitably change? It's like, do I love yeah. their soul? Yeah. Is so kind. Then we and, can, yeah. And if you do, you can work through everything. You can make it yeah. match up. And that's, oh, that's why sweet. I think I feel so good about like how we just say we like to be by each other. I think it's our souls being like, I, it just feels good. Found you, <laughs> you know, hug. So hug. And when I was writing earlier, just trying to get my thoughts straight, it was like the only thing I kept coming back to was like, I genuinely like you. Yeah. Like, I I, don't just love you. I I know that I love you, Mm -hmm. but I like you. And that's harder for me. A hundred percent. I love a lot of people. Yeah. I don't like a lot of people. Exactly. (laughs) It's so funny that like is so much stronger. Totally. Like a lot of situations create love for people. And like that doesn't go away, but it's like, I like you. Yeah. So hopefully that cleared up some questions anyone might be having. That was really cute. I loved that. Did you like it or just love it? Both. I liked it and loved it. You love me? I love you. You love me? Why sad face? I don't know. Just Mm -hmm. just making a face. Shall I read our uh, listener story for the day? (sighs) Yeah. We've already had so many people at this sleepover. (laughs) I know. So many guests. Okay. You want to read it? Yes, let's do it. So every episode we have someone join us and tell us their gossip through one of us. So Cammy will be sharing some goss. And and if you would like to share goss with us and get some advice or just get our thoughts on it, you can send us your stories at stayinguppod at gmail.com, right? Yeah, my leg is asleep. And if you start to see me panic, it's because of that. I know I need to stop. Um, Okay. Ready? Yes. All right. Our little pee-pee of the day is Lena. 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 Cool name. Did you pick it or did they give themselves a fake name? Uh, she gave herself a fake name. Cool name. She was like, you can call me Lena. I was like, I will. I love that name. Love it. Um, okay. So 
Lena is bisexual, never has fully gone there with a girl. Cool. But she's bi. And for her birthday, she goes to Vegas, Mm -hmm. her 28th birthday. Wait, sorry, but she has with a, a man. I'm not sure. Okay. You always ask so many questions. I don't know this girl. <laughs> That's a basic cue. It doesn't matter. Okay. She's bisexual. I know. I'm just That's curious. That's the context you need to know. Okay. <laughs> and she's never fully gone there with a girl. Okay. So she goes to Vegas for her 28th birthday with okay. her best friend, Sammy, who is straight, but like, but not. will never fully close that door to women. It's kind of like, I'm pretty sure I'm straight, but never say never. I wouldn't close myself off to anything. Okay. So they've known each other for years, but in the last three years, they've become inseparable besties, Love besties it. for the resties. <laughs> Love it. So the entire weekend, they're having a blast in Vegas. Mm-hmm. They go to a music festival called Lovers and Friends, which is a little foreshadowing. Okay. Um, they go to bars. Lovers to, or friends. <laughs> yeah. Bars, clubs, breweries, brunch, Barnes and Noble. <laughs> they said, if, sorry, I, I know. I love I loved that that was added in. They're never going to pass up a bookstore. These girlies that is cute love a bookstore. Fuck, but why They're are clubbing at, and going to Barnes & Noble. Why are we at a bookstore in Vegas? <laughs> okay. So the whole weekend's great. We're on our last night there. Yeah. And they decide to like kind of keep it pretty chill because they have a really early flight. And she just turned 28, not 21. We got to oh, like... We gotta well, keep, that's why they're at a bookstore. Exactly. Okay. So they... Do, oh, what just happened? It just went away. Help. Get it back. Go back to, is it in there? Yes. Oh my God. Ooh. I thought he just deleted that the whole so file. Scary. Okay. Anywho. Anywho. So they decide like, let's just go get dinners, drinks, keep it chill. Tuck in early. Tuck in early. Yeah. So they go out, they get dinner, they start dancing. They're having a blast. Them and, like, tucking it in early. I know. Is the, chill, the chill night kind of. Isn't a chill night. It's Vegas. What's a chill night in Vegas? Okay. Um, And they start taking Mexican candy shots. Okay. Do you know what a Mexican candy shot is? Nope. Neither did I. Some kind of shot. I I didn't Google it for the full ingredients, but the important information is that the rim has like tahini and chamoy on it. Classic. It's probably, yeah, I would assume it's tequila. Sounds good. Kind of want to try it. That sounds good. So they're dancing. And Lena notices some chamoy has dripped between Sammy's boobs. I did not know where that chamoy was going. I thought it was going to be on her lip, her face, her teeth, something. Her teeth. Right between the (laughs) titties. So, I mean, they've been out, they've been drinking, and Lena's feeling like a little silly, goofy mood. And she says to Sammy, if no one else gets that by the end of the night, then I am. And she's never said anything flirty like that to her. Like, this is a little... What was that face for? That was both crazy and like in a good way, but then also sent me down a terrible path where I thought by the end of the night, she's going to let that chamoy that sit exactly, there. That is exactly, exactly what I thought. I'm like... Say, say in five minutes. No, be like, just, let me get I'm going to get that. Like... <laughs> end of the night are we wrapping up the night i know that bothered me that, as well that chamoy is gonna go you cannot leave <laughs> dancing in her tt of course it's gonna be gone that's awful okay <laughs> i'm immediately taken out i'm trying to come back i know in. i know it took me out too so okay so they Ugh. laugh it off it and chills. they just keep having a good night okay so unsure <laughs> unsure if the chamoy is gone Gross. or is still between the titties <laughs> okay, okay, okay. we don't know <laughs> so the night is wrapping up Again, we don't know where the toy is. And they call it a night and they're going to head back to the hotel, get some food, get to bed before the early flight. 
As Wait, the chamoy never gets brought up again? We don't know. Okay. I know. I have no update on the chamoy. I'm, I'm, I'm sure really she just wiped it off. I'm sure it got cleaned up. Come on now. I'm and to this day, <laughs> the chamoy is still between the titties. <laughs> okay. Okay. So they get in the Uber. Yeah. Immediately, energy shift. Like that feeling like they're looking at each other like, shit's about it's to go time. down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're five minutes into their Uber drive and they start making out oh they joke okay. about like how that uber driver should have paid them like it's steamy in here they get back to the hotel they're like holding hands running to the elevator oh my god they forgot about their food and the tramoy i'm like a little bummed they're, but they're excited <laughs> okay. they're running okay and immediately when they get to the room they just start going at it bang i'm gonna do a direct quote from this little pp because it's just important <laughs> We got through the door and it was like a full on pH video, which I assume means like Pornhub video. Oh, I'm talking floor, bathtub, bed, <gasps> table everywhere. Oh, my God. In Vegas. Dirty. I vaguely remember seeing a mark on her neck and I didn't think too much of it. And like the next day, it's like a huge, massive, like biggest hick you've ever seen, like weeks to go away, like wraps around her neck 10 times. Holy like, fuck. Chaos. So four hours later, they finally fall asleep at 530 in the morning. That's some lesbian shit. They have to be up at eight to leave. It's just like they just fully went at it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Well, that's fun. I do have a little follow up as to what happens when they get home. But do you want to share? Do you have any thoughts that you'd like to share before? I'm not going to lie. I'm completely floored by the chamoy. Chamoy gate. Um, I was going to call the story lovers and friends, but I think it's just chamoy. It's chamoy. Um. There's got to be a good pun there. I just can't get there right now. I'm so like rattled, rattled <laughs> by the chamoy. Darren can't even speak. I can't even He's speak. Um, so disturbed. So I love this for them. I'm assuming that nothing happened on their return home mm-hmm. and that everything just went back to normal and then they kind of just like joke about it and maybe they like one crazy you know, night in one Vegas. crazy night in Vegas. What happens in Vegas we joke about for a lifetime kind yeah. of thing. Yep. Okay. Okay. So the update is since getting home their relationship is basically the exact same as it was before. Okay. Except oh. they've slept together again. <gasps> and since being home, every time they're together, they just want to touch. Aww. They are quintessential lovers and friends. <sighs> it is like, it's giving me friends with benefits, but the way they're like wanting to touch and like, they're, they seem so into each other to oh me. Oh my God. Wait, did you come up with that connection? Quinti- like lovers and friends that it is that? They're literally at the lovers and friends. No, I know. But you saying that that's like their story. Yeah. That's I think amazing. she said something about it in the email. Okay. But both, like both really. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> um, Lena says, is that what we're calling her? Lena? Yeah. They're great at communicating with each other. Obsessed. They still consider each other just friends. Cool. Oh, I think maybe she wrote this. Each other just friends or lovers and friends, if you will. I don't know if she wrote that Here. or I wrote that, Thank but you. whatever. Um, yeah, they're communicating. They're best friends. They enjoy each other so much, but they also just enjoy getting down. So, but they, did they just have sex one time? So it it was... Un- one they, extra time when they got it home? It was unclear. Mm-hmm. In the email, it says, since we've been home, we have slept together. Mm-hmm. And every time we're together, we just want to touch. That is the context I received. So you're going to just have to use that little imagination. And but then did we get any more context on the chamoy? 
<laughs> I think the chamoy is still there. I do too. And I'm It wasn't a Ill. hickey. It was like a chamoy rash. <laughs> that is, I literally can't stomach that right now. Um, but basically, oh. question is from little PP Lena, is this going to get messy? Do we have any thoughts where this should go? Should it stop? I mean, no, it seems fun. Yeah. If two consenting adults are having a nice time hanging and banging. A little classic hang and bang. Then just do that until you don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. Or turn it into something else. Like that's, yeah, we're, everything's okay with that. In the context that she shared, hi Reagans, in the context she shared, it sounds fine. It sounds like we are both being very mature. Like you said, you're communicating well. My only concern where I can see this getting messy is if one of you gets into a relationship and this now needs to stop transitioning from like we're down to like going down to being done. We're down to get down. What'd you say? From going down to being done. Oh, <laughs> we're going down to being done. <laughs> Why did I do that in my hand? I don't know. Not, going down not so sure. to being done. But I could see that being a problem or if one of you develops feelings beyond friendship and begging yeah. it out. But um, keep communicating. Good luck. I think you got this. Keep us posted. I think have fun. Enjoy it. Y'all are vibing. I need to be really honest with you about something. Okay. I have been thinking about another woman's breasts. I know. Me too. <laughs> and Sammy's and I'm, the chamoy. I know. But it, it's not even fondly. But I do need you to know that I am thinking about them. They did send a picture. Should we see if there's any chamoy? You're joking. <laughs> they sent a picture? Yeah, there's a picture of them. I do want to see that. Email. Yeah, I'll show you. We'll that. show it later. Wow. But I'm going to zoom I'm in gonna... for research purposes on the titties <laughs> to see if there's any chamoy. <laughs> I need honestly, to know. Sounds pretty chamoituous. You've been... You've been but searching for that. I didn't even do it and it wasn't good. Chimul- you know what? But you did it. Chimultuous. And we got to give you some credit for that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because I couldn't. In, I had put nothing. Chamoy work and see if I can find something else. Yeah. Yeah. No, not it either. No. But yeah. again, impressive effort. Chamoy. Chamoy. I can't. I can't. I'm I can't. literally so frazzled. I don't even think that I know what chamoy, like chamoy is like the red stuff. I know. I was like, I don't think I've ever actually had it. Let's look up a little picture before I think we it's head like, out. I think it's like if you get like a, like a, like a michelada. Oh, is that what? Oh, I, I don't like chamoy then I don't think. like is what I'm picturing. Chamoy. Oh yeah. Cause it's like the creamy stuff and then they put, they use it to get the tahini to stick. I think. I unfortunately typed in champy. So give me one okay, second. Yeah, chamoy dip. <laughs> take your time. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is what is scarring me. Yes, that Chamoy. is. Yep. <laughs> Chamoy. Um, all right. Well, oh. I do hope that you yeah, whatever. got the chamoy off your breasts. Yeah, I'm sorry for being so distraught about that. It's just thinking of a drippy substance being stuck in between someone's breasts at a club for hours on end. You know, is a I think much. we overthought. I'm so glad you did too because literally I'm looking for a good story. I'm reading this and it I had to stop and yeah. come back to it yeah so I know you're my person because you also did yeah but to clear it up for all of our listeners what I'm assuming happened is you guys are dancing whatever you see a little fell and you say like it would be awkward to be like does anyone get that because if they're not I'm going to and then do it like it was easier to be like if nobody gets that I will 
if nobody gets up by the end of the I know, night. I know, I know, I know. But I'm assuming she, they were like, ha, 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 and she like cleaned it up. I, I hope so. But like that. Please write in and tell us what happened. Chamoy Gate. <laughs> we is don't need to know much. if you guys are still hanging and banging. We just need to know if she got the Chamoy off her face. Yeah, please do. Please and how quickly? And send us a picture for proof that it's gone. Paranormal. That's a joke. <laughs> we gotta go. We love you guys. Thanks for hanging out. And we will see you next week. Thank you. Also, leave a review and subscribe. Goodbye. Bye. Did I tell you about the conversation I had with my brother this weekend? No. What? We were talking about how crappy our parents' betting is. <laughs> and he was like, wait, I have the best betting. He's like bragging. I was like, where'd you get it? He's like, Quince. I was like, brother, I got ours from Quince too. I get the like competition of like, <laughs> I'm going to put you onto something. You're like, I've been knowing. I don't want to say I made Quince happen, but I feel like everyone's talking about it now. And I've been using it for years. I was trying to gatekeep it. I stumbled upon them when I was looking for those cashmere sweaters yeah. because all of them are like $300 and I... I'm trying to be a savings girly and I found Quince and they're only $50. Yeah. So I assume they had to be sacrificing on quality or something had to be off. Yeah. But the quality is amazing and they also only work with safe and ethical manufacturing practices. You're getting everything you want. They just cut out the middleman and that's how you get the savings. I also feel like they're a one-stop shop for basically anything. Yeah. It's like, like I said, Did you know bedding. jewelry? Yeah. Everything. And that blanket we got, that knit blanket yeah. is from them. <laughs> the best. Healthiest blanket I've ever had. They have everything. If you want to give yourself the luxury you deserve, do so with quince go to quince.com slash staying up for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns that's q u i n c e.com slash staying up to get free shipping and 365 day returns once again quince.com slash staying up hello it is ryan and i was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com i looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing chumba casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at thirty thousand feet so sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus that's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus